Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. And that creature took his hand off my arm. And there was something like a suction to my back. Just like a pull, you see, a suction pulled me back. I didn't walk backwards, I just floated backwards. Pulled me back away from the gate of hell, back into the, the shadow of darkness. And then when I got back there, then it pulled me up. And I came up out of that pit. And I could feel the cool breezes of the earth before I got up out of the pit, like he was coming up out of a well. And I came up on the porch outside my room. And I knew I was on that porch. I could see the trees in the yard. I know nobody else could have seen me there because this was this inward man, this hidden man. And you can't see him with the physical eye. But that inward man, that hidden man, is just as real a man as the outward man. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, Spirit, Soul, and Body by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. I don't know about you. I, I don't know. There's some things that have always intrigued me that seem like others haven't been interested in. I mean, even in preachers and Christians. I think a lot has to do with the way you get started off in your Christian walk in life, maybe. But I've given you my testimony. When I was born again, you see, I was saved after. Now, I'd heard salvation preached all my life, but I'd never really been saved. Just joined the church without re really receiving Christ, you see. And tried to do good and tried to be better. And, and even read the Bible and, and went to Sunday school and and went to church and even prayed and, and, and every day, every night I prayed and, and gave what little meager money I had. I, I'd give in the offering, you see, because I thought a fellow's saved, you ought to give, you know, so I'd give. And, and really, it never knew him, never had been born again, never had become a new creature. But on the 22nd day of April, as I said to you, my heart stopped beating in my bosom and, and I left my body. I leaped out of my body like a man would leap off of a diving board into the swimming pool. And I began to descend. Down, 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 down. Until darkness encompassed me around about. And it is so dark that uh, you couldn't have seen your hand if it was one each in front of your nose. Darkness, it seemed to be so dense if you'd had a knife you could just cut a chunk of it out. The further down I went, the hotter it became the more stifling it became until I kept going down in this pit until I could see way down beneath me fingers of light playing on the wall of darkness and I came to the bottom of that pit and I came to what I call the entrance of the gate to hell itself. To me that's just as real. That happened That happened the 22nd day of April 1933 at 7.30 o'clock in the south bedroom of 405 North College Street in the city of McKinney, Texas. 35 years ago, this past April, and yet that's just as real to me right now as I talk to you about it as though it happened last Saturday night. Spiritual things never grow old. That's the reason you as a spirit never grow old. Hallelujah. But, I, uh, I'll, I, I, it'll be necessary to say this part of it. When I came to this entrance into hell, all the time I was going down, not straight down like I did through the pit, but when I got to the bottom of the pit, there's still an incline going down. And I came, it seemed to me like there was, the, the I call it the portals 
into hell itself, the entrance, like, like a large, uh, actually two large gates. And they opened up for me. They opened in. Instead of opening out this way, they opened in. And as I, as I saw this out in front of me and saw a great giant orange orb of flame with a white crest, I, I, and felt the heat beat me in the face, I, I didn't want to go. So I slowed down my descent. I didn't stop. I never did stop, but I just slowed down my progress, see. And I intended to put up a fight, if I could, to keep them going in. Now, I knew this when I came to the bottom of that pit, that there's some kind of a creature met me. I never did look at him. But I knew he was right by my side. He's about as tall as I was. And, and he met me, and, and I didn't know it in his years afterwards before I ever knew it, but I found in the Bible years afterwards where the Bible said, Hell from beneath is moved to meet thee at thy coming. It stirreth up the dead for thee. See, the Bible said they'll meet you when you go down there. I don't know what kind of being that was, what kind of a creature it was, but it's some kind of a spirit being met me. I never did turn and look at him, though I knew he was right by my side. Though, See, I'm looking right here, and I know that chair is right there right by my side. But I knew he was there. You see, the reason I didn't look at him because my gaze was riveted and I was getting closer all the time, though I'd slowed my descent down. I was getting closer in to, to enter through these gates that had opened up. And I knew once I went through those gates, I was gone forever. Once the gates of hell had clanged to on my soul, I knew that was it. And so when I paused, when I got just about to the gate, I paused momentarily. When I did... He laid his hand on my right arm to escort me in. And when he did, there was a voice that spoke. I do not know what the voice said. I heard it, but it was not English. It was a foreign tongue. I don't know how many words it said. It sounded to me like it said, must, must have said about a half a dozen, maybe, a, maybe eight or ten words. Of course, foreign words sometimes can be more than one, you know, because it's, we're not accustomed to hearing them. But this voice sounded like the voice of a man and it just boomed out and, and echoed through that place, you know, like he was in a cavern. What he said, I don't know, but whatever he said, thank God got the job done. <laughs> because when he spoke that whole, it echoed through that place and that whole place just shook. And that creature took his hand off my arm. And there was something like a suction to my back. Just like a pull, you see, a suction pulled me back. I didn't walk backwards, I just floated backwards. Pulled me back away from the gate of hell, back into the, the shadow of darkness. And then when I got back there, then it pulled me up. And I came up out of that pit. And I could feel the cool breezes of the earth before I got up out of the pit, like he was coming up out of a well. And I came up on the porch outside my room. And I knew I was on that porch. I could see the trees in the yard. I know nobody else could have seen me there because this was this inward man, this hidden man. And you can't see him with the physical eye. But that inward man, that hidden man, is just as real a man as the outward man. And I knew I was on that porch. As I said, I saw the porch swing right there. I was right by it. I saw the trees in the yard. And I went right through the wall. Somebody said, how'd you do that? But it wasn't this physical body, it was this spirit man on the inside. And I went right through the wall into that bedroom, and I, it seemed to me like I just jumped inside my body through my mouth. When I got back inside my body, then I could talk to my grandma, and I said, Granny, I, I'm dying. 
She said, I know it, son. I thought you was gone. I said, I'm going again. I can't tell you how I knew I was going again, but I said, I'm, I'm going again. She said, uh, son, I, I, I thought you wasn't coming back that time. I thought you was dead. I thought you was gone. She held me in her arms. Now, I said all that to you, and I'm not going to say any more about it. Most of you heard my testimony, but it's necessary to repeat enough of it to get this over to you. When I was outside my body, I was no less man than I was when I was inside my body. I know everything I know now. I was just, to me, to me, I was just as real as I am now. To me, I had the same shape. I had the same form. I had the same size. Now, that has to be right. And to me, because of that experience, then I've always been greatly interested, you see, in the outward man, the inward man, what happens to man when he dies. I knew I was there, you see. I've studied the Bible from this standpoint. More so for these last 35 years, more than I have uh, from other standpoints, you see. And sought desperately to know the difference between the body, the spirit, and the soul. Well, it's easy enough to distinguish the difference between the, the body and the rest of them, but it's difficult sometimes to divide between spirit and soul, isn't it? Now then, nothing but the Bible can do that. But now, I knew this much. I, I will not accept any kind of experience or any kind of happening if it can't be proven in line with the Word. But, but i got to say, that happened to me three times I went down there, and the third time I came out, I came out of praying. And I was born again at 20 minutes to 8 o'clock. On Saturday night, in the South Bedroom, 405 North College Street, in the city of McKinney, Texas. Praise God. And I became a new man in Christ Jesus. And the old things passed away. And all things became new. And didn't anybody have to try to tell me, now, son, you're going to have to live right now. You've got to be a Christian. As I said, I've never tried to live right, never have given up anything. Praise the Lord. I feel sorry for these poor folks trying to give up something. <laughs> No, sir, I knew I was a new man in Christ. And that became one of my favorite scriptures, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. I found it on the bed of affliction. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. And when I came off the bed of affliction, I told everybody I met, I'm a new creature. They said, what do you mean you're a new creature? And that left the gate open for me to preach to them. <laughs> oh, brother, praise the Lord. And the young people said, why don't you dance with us? I said, I'm a new creature. I'm a new creature. Praise the Lord. Did anybody tell me not to dance? You know, they even had dances in the church. I was a member of them. That's who these young people were. Was talking to me was folks that's going to church dance. And said, you don't go with us, though I was their Sunday school teacher. You don't go to our own church parties and socials. Why don't you? I said, because I'm a new creature. <laughs> oh, glory to God. See, they went to church socials and church parties and drank beer and drank whiskey and some of the girls would get drunk as well as the boys and dance. And they said, why don't you go? I said, because I'm a new creature. They said, we feel so sorry for you. I said, why? I said, you don't ever have a good time. You don't drink. You don't smoke. I was Baptist. I wasn't full gospel. You don't go to picture shows. You don't have a good time. We feel so sorry for you. Why don't you do these things? I said, I'm a new creature. I don't have any. I mean, nobody told me it's wrong, and that's you on that, but I was just made a new creature, and when I became a new creature, well, those things left me. I didn't give anything up. Praise the Lord. I've just been different ever since then. I said, I just feel sorry for you folks. 
Don't you waste your time feeding sorrow for me. I've tasted of everything you were tasted and what you were doing. And I've tasted of him. And I've been made a new creature in Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. And I'll tell you, you talk, well, don't anybody sympathize with me. I don't need your sympathy. You just, you just spend it on you. And that's what I told them just as a boy, just as a boy, just as a teenager, just 17 years old. No, sir, I'm having the greatest time of my life right back there then and I am now. Praise the Lord. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer, the six CD series that you've been hearing today, Spirit, Soul, and Body by Kenneth E. Hagan, plus the mini book, How You Can Be a Success in Life by Ken Hagan. Additionally, if you call today, we'll include the bonus paperback book, The Greater Glory by Ken Hagan. All three dynamic resources for just $39.95. Don't delay. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagan Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. Don't forget, if you're in the Oklahoma City area, we have Rama Bible Church there on Sunday night live. It's not video. Yep. Live at 8921 Northwest Expressway in Oklahoma City. Come and visit and be a part of that. And somebody said, well, why Sunday night? Well, you know, they started Saturday night services so you could have the whole... Uh, day Sunday off. Mm -hmm. I said, well, hey, enjoy the weekend and come and enjoy Sunday morning on Sunday night. And and a lot of people are are doing that and it's great. What a great way to start the week. Yes. What a great way. Tomorrow on Rhema for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, Spirit, Soul, and Body. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.